pop the pain away. I slide the pain away. I pop the pain away. I slide the pain away. It's Yeshua. Avoiding the anomalous showman for March 15, 2023. How's it going? How goes it? On the road, not with the best equipment right now, but we'll give it a shot. Is this, is this the second week in a row? No, it might be third. Or is it second in the third week or something? Anyways. Uh, I digress. I fucking bird. What a, what a quality show we have. I don't have a fucking quality mic. I don't have a quality voice. I don't have a quality health right now. So I'm just like, whatever. I'll go with it. Well, 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 It's an episode that I put off for the longest time, which is uh, talking about the hockey culture. Ah. Uh, if you don't know, don't you don't know. But you know, uh, I think it is perfectly timed as I find out that there are many, many as we record this on the mid March of 2023 that many of the NHL organizations are scrapping their plans to have a you know the Pride Night, and this kind of pivots into the rest of the discussion about you know the state of hockey, hockey's for everyone, all that yada yada yada. All that stuff. For most of you Americans, unless you're in a particular region in like Northeast or Midwest, you know, one of those places, or in the West Coast, you probably don't give a shit because hockey is an incredibly a regional sport at this point uh, for many of, much of America. Obviously, it's like the, the one that takes over the entire country of Canada and some of the other places, but I digress. But the main thing, that the continuous thing that I'm, Running into the frustration of when it comes to the NHL and then the lack of growth and just the hockey mindset is this fucking persistent mindset that they have is like the team first, never confront the issue head on. Unlike how they like the physicality and then the speed of the game, it's one of the fastest games of like the fastest sport that you'll see for a team sport. Name me a team sport that's faster. Than ice hockey. Like field hockey ain't that fast. Football, rug, you know, rugby is continuous, but then like, you know, football takes turns. Baseball is slow as shit, and they're trying to increase the speed of the pace of the game. And soccer, it's so big, and then it's like, you know, I think soccer is pretty good, but also like if you look for a continuous action across all the team members on the pitch, probably not the same as hockey. So Basketball, yeah, it's pretty good, but also, you know, basketball runs into a tendency of terrible runs and the fucking hot runs, which seems to always favor the last five minutes of the fucking game, or especially the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, you know, in case of an NBA. So because of that, I just go, eh. And then there are other sport, you know, you can consider like the racing, F1, NASCAR, all that shit that's like much faster, MotoGP, all much faster. But I just go like, what's a team sport that's like physical and continuous by all members on each side of the team, like a competitive sport that works? I say that's hockey. And then, you know, of all the four major sports, the Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, I still find hockey the most watchable sport to keep, you know, keep paying attention to it continuously. I think for some Americans, it's way too fucking fast. But I just go like, at least from, you know, me sports watching just casually, I still try to, you know, I tune into hockey and then I just like sit there and watch like one period or something before I move on to like, oh, I don't know, I'm going to catch up on Netflix or AEW or like fucking other means of a fucking Real Housewives or something, right? 
But it's like one of those like sports that I can run in the background and then just like you know go with it and be casual with it. I think it's a great sport. However, the the, the off the off the ice, like NHL has done such a terrible job. Uh, you know what? I don't blame the league because I think league is really trying, and MLB has run into this problem also with like lack of personality, lack of character. There's no individualism, and these are the two sports, in my opinion, that has like the longest history in respective countries, baseball for America and hockey for Canada. And both sports have this tendency of like unwritten rules and like not showing up to the other team. You know, it's like a really like shut up and just do your job culture, which, you know, back in the 70s, 80s, and even 90s, I guess it can get by, but if you look at the persistent problem and lack of the growth in both both leagues you know when it comes to growing the game across like different minority groups and whatnot i i think you know baseball is doing a better job when it's to getting ahead of the culture side of it because obviously the game is like much more picked up by you know non-european non-caucasian fucking countries let's be fucking frank about this right non-white countries such as central america the caribbeans and you know asia and, like, there's a lot of interest there. And as evidenced by the World Baseball Classic, no matter how you think about that thing, I genuinely, you know, enjoy the competition of it. And then, you know, I grew up watching baseball. Baseball is the oldest sport that I followed since I was a kid, since I was in Korea. So there's that. Hockey, on the other hand, you know, it's, it's awfully, like, U.S. and Canada-centric. There are European countries, you know, that Scandinavian and all that that run it, which is why Gary Bettman, you know, 10 years ago or something said, you know, hockey is very diverse. You have all these countries from Europe and stuff. But, you know, I just go like, oh, come on, Gary. It's like, it's all the white people. (laughs) Don't tell me that Sweden and Canada and Switzerland make this fucking sport diverse compared to basketball and baseball. But I know where he was saying. He was trying to defend the players in the league. But Gary Bettman the commissioner of the uh, National Hockey League, come, came from the NBA, and I think he really tried when he came over, but then, the, but then this, like, stupid concrete, the dumbass hockey culture that has stifled the growth of this game and also, to be honest, silenced a lot of problems underneath, as evidenced by the Chicago Blackhawks and many other abuses and all the scandalous shit that now you hear about it, the Me Too and all those other things. Uh that you're in hockey and the substance abuse you don't even fucking think about? Do you realize that, like, how much CTE and then, like, the brain damage the hockey players get, you know, compared to the football? It's, like, it's it's much faster, you know? And then, like, all these players going to the same painkiller problems and then, like, other alcohol abuses and then, you know, all those things that you hear from, like, NFL players, but I just go, like, well, yeah, hockey, too. There are a lot of enforcers, especially. Those are, like, the gone people now. But, like, there are a lot of problems in this sport, if you think about it, you know, even compared to baseball or something. Baseball had its, like, cocaine and all that. But who the fuck didn't do cocaine in the 70s and 80s, right? Speed or any of that shit. So, but hockey especially is, like, it has, from the very beginning of the time, for some fucking reason, this sport financially, culturally, and socially has been, like, in this, like, close-knit community more than any other sport. You know, if you look at even the labor discussion of it, if you go back to the 50s and 60s, like before the NHLPA was created, you know, Ted Lindsay and all these guys, Alan Eagleson, Bobby Orr, you know the story. And like Gordie Howe, how he was fucking underpaid 
you know, his wife was the agent and all that shit. But like Gordy Howe was like never fucking paid. It's it's not just the inflation and then the level of the salary of the sports in the fifties and sixties and on. But it was just that like the hockey players, the whole culture, that team mentality that's been there since the beginning throughout the Gordy Howe's career is like, hey, look, team first, you know. So Gordy Howe was underpaid massively. He didn't know how much he was getting fucking paid and got like fucking chunk change. Which eventually, when it got to the 70s, led to, well, number one, through the 60s, a union being created to make it transparent as to what the pay scale of each player's war. And also, second league was created, the World Hockey Association, kind of like the AFL to the NFL, and then like WCW to WWF at that time. You know, you provide, an, or AEW now, you provide an alternative league where it you know, ups not only the competition and quality of the play, but also the pay disparity as well. And Gordy Howe decided to go to WHA, and who else went? Another, you know, Bobby Hall and all those guys went to go play in the WHA. And if you look at the history of it, obviously it all merged back in. ABA, that's another one, NBA, right? So it went through the evolution of it as an alternative league to increase the pay and all those things. But the reason that whole Gordy Howe got mad and bolted to fucking WHA, Bobby Hall, and all these players when it's because of like fucking this like team culture and it's like team first, which is like from a capitalistic standpoint, if you think about it, I talked about this two weeks ago, why the you know salary cap is a cap, is a flat out lie, is like, dude, this is a capitalistic society. You don't live in a you know socialism or a communist country, right? Aren't these the exact people especially hockey when they had the summit series in 72 Canada against you know Russia the Soviet Union at the time Lake Placid 1984 do you believe in miracles you know fighting against this like damn commies I think and yet like this hockey culture it's ingrained to be like team first and you have to be a collectivist you know at the sacrifice of like whatever the financial gains and a lot of this like weird you know anglo-saxon white conservatism that has spread across this sport culture you know spilled in it's like unfortunately in my view spilling into today and it's still evidenced in 2023 no less when we have these like fucking pride problems i'm not gonna get into the hockey is for everyone and get into the race and all that shit because i want to stay focused with the limited time that we have on this a pride jersey controversy now if you don't know what's happening is that the latest, as of the time of this recording, the Minnesota Wild decide to scrap the plan to uh, have the players wear not the main game jersey, but a warm-up jersey with the you know, Pride, you know, LGBTQ+, community logo on it. Now, some of you might say, hey, it's a virtual signaling, what's the fucking point, blah, blah, blah. And I see the point of that, too. It's like the NFL wearing pink. Go listen to Bill Burr ranting about this you know, forever. And I completely agree with the Susan C. Komen Foundation. However, that said, I don't think hockey is exactly in a place, you know, it's like, it's not, you know, uh, putting breast cancer over, like, prostate cancer or some shit. You know, they got many different nights. Like, I, we went, you know, me and the, me and Colleen, we went to the Seattle Kraken game, you know, during the Chinese New Year weekend. Then it was, a, you know, the Chinese, Chinese New Year, the Lunar New Year night. And then the week before that, they had the Indigenous night. And then now they're going to have the Pride night. Now... It was a little cringy when they start giving a standing ovation to the designer of the warm-up jersey. But that said, it's for the good cause where like, hey, all those like warm-up jerseys and all the warm-up merchandise are going to the charity for the various causes. And for Seattle Kraken, like a brand new community where the hockey hasn't existed in over 100 years, 
I think it's a very admirable thing, especially starting a culture from the scratch, from like fucking ground level at a grassroots level. Now, Minnesota Wild, you know, this was a controversy with the Flyers a couple months ago where I think, one of, what was it, one of the Russian players said he refuses to wear it for religious reasons or something. And then the head coach, Don Torrella, goes, we respect their opinion. So I'm going to post an article from The uh, Athletic in a little bit. The Rangers scrapped a plan, their, the Pride Night on March 7th. The Wild just did it. Uh, Flyers had the one, one defenseman, Ivan Provorov, opted out from the warm-ups with his teammates because he didn't want to wear the team's pride jersey, citing the Russian Orthodox religious beliefs. I'm just quoting the article here. And Wild abandoned, the Minnesota Wild abandoned their plans because the it says for the concerns out of the, for the Russian players. So their star guy that they extended this past offseason, Kirill Kaprizov, notably had a difficult journey back into the United States after returning to Russia this past offseason. So... And then Rangers, who also have several, you know, prominent Russian players like Tarashenko, uh, Shurskin. I, I can't say his name right, the goalie. And then, you know, uh, Panarin, who is a, actually an outspoken critic of Putin, and then yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, you know, they said, uh, Rangers, they said, they cited the, quote, individual right to respectfully express their beliefs, unquote, and not wearing the jersey after announcing that they would. Uh, and then they go into other cases here, like, hey, there are a lot of prominent Russian players like Evgeny Malkin, like Ovechkin, the Kings and Panthers got him, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no fucking shit. Like, Soviets have, and then the Russians have been in part of this fucking sport forever, right? After Canada, really, like, more than U.S. But, like, you know, there's a debate about this, and I see, like, the, like mouth reading, you know, IG comments like, well, for once I am with the wild and I'm not a wild fan and all that shit. What fucking bothers me is, I think I said this a month ago, is we're going to look back on this, you know, maybe not even a, more than a decade down the road where, look, religious belief is a fucking mask for your fucking ignorance. Like, you can pick a religious reason from the 1960s or whenever now, if you're a Mormon and you're a fundamentalist and be like, because of my religious belief, I do not feel comfortable wearing, say, Black History Month or Latin History Month Indigenous People jersey. If you're a Mormon, I'm just picking that as an example. Because according to Book of Mormon, the black people and then the indigenous people are fucking devils and like the one that God and Joseph Smith didn't fucking choose. So if you follow that from the fundamental level, you have the religious right to be a civil right bigot. And I, I feel the same way about this with the LGBTQ plus community. We have come a long way. And just to just backhandedly say, number one, it's my religious belief to deny that like homosexuality, and it's not just the homosexuality here, right? It's just like there's also the, the transgender and other things, uh, you know, multiple genders and whatever, fluid people, fluidity of it. You know, you can debate all that, but like the reality is that like there are people who have come out and then like, not by choice, you know, in our community and society that, have, that are human beings. You know, it's not like race. It's like you just see it. You're born with it like that. But then, like, it's, it's not a choice either. You know, like, how do you control that? It's not visible. Just because it's not visible doesn't mean, like, it's not innate. It's not by birth. And a lot of, unfortunately... All these like prolonged religions, because I'm not religious, so I'll, I'll be fucking frank. Because like I think it's a fucking cop out. So that's that. I think like religion, 
you know, overruling the civil rights, looking back, you know, down the line, we're going to look back and say, like, this is a, this was fucking stupid. For what? Number two, I understand the complexity given the situation in Ukraine and Russia. And then Russia, uh, as the athletic uh, article covered, is that uh, they kind of revised their law with respect to uh, LGBT, you know, promoting that. It's like, oh, it cannot be minimized as a Russia pro- Russia problem. And it's like, but there are like particular issues that these Russian players face uh, with their families that are back home and whatnot. Is that hey, they the Russian government has really amped up in the rhetoric against the anti-gay laws over in that country. You know, uh, even this has been a problem. And then like Brittany Griner, you know, the situation that happened. Uh, WNBA player was also a lesbian. It was like, hey, like that's just an example of it, right? It's like if they're gonna do that to that person, like promoting it as a Russian player, is like we're fearful of it. And there are legitimate fears. And then like you, and then uh, according to Ben Noble, the associate pre- professor of the Russian politics at University College London, agreed. Quote: There are legitimate fe- legitimate fears. If you put on a pride jersey, then there is an there is uncertainty regarding how this would be interpreted by law enforcement in Russia, and that's a risk. The authorities have the power to enforce this and other legislation selectively. It's up to them to decide whom they go after. Could it be that certain Russian players are using this legislation as an excuse not to do things that, are, that conflict with their own personal values, that they may simply not want to put on the pride jersey? Perhaps. But I don't think they're... I don't think legitimate fears regarding the impact of the LGBT propaganda legislation should be disregarded, unquote. And, you know, and then this is the thing that the rush, I, I just go like, is this, see, this Pride Night wearing a warm-up jersey, not even the game jersey, this has been the thing for the last few years. And then I just go like, and all of a sudden, like just because Putin amped up his nut nonsense, you know, in this Ukraine war, in his dying breath is like is the reason for suddenly pulling what make what makes North America the North America in a democratic free society, a capital truly capitalistic, not oligarchic society. I just go, what the fuck? How do you why do these leagues and I, I'm not gonna compare this with like NBA and China situation like free Hong Kong shit. Because China obviously had a huge, you know, implication financially, which NBA decided to cave, which I completely disagree with. And I talked about this four years ago when I said, oh, look, I guess LeBron's a Chinese basketball player. Go listen to that from 2019. But in NHL's case, I just go like, what the fuck does Russia offer other than you just have a lot of Russian players? And this fucking mentality that, like, this is a problem, like, continuous, another symptom of this, like, Oh, team first, like, you gotta, you gotta do what's right for the team. One down, all down. And I'm like, what? Over the fucking civil rights? Over the fucking authoritarian government that is in the end times of this? I understand the Russian players are, like, fucking targeted on this. And, like, you cannot dismiss the, the le- legal situation that comes up. But, like, I know, like, teams like the Rangers and Wild, they're, like, issuing statements. But I... I just go like, look, I think these, like, if, number one, religion being an excuse to cover up a, you know, the 
bigotry, you know, with respect to the civil rights is unacceptable. But second, you're caving into this authoritarian government, which this country and this continent and the world, to be frank, are going like, yeah, we support Ukraine. And then, like, we're doing all these, like, uh, you know, the sanctions, banning individual athletes and stuff, you know, getting rid of the Russian flag and giving it a blank flag and all that shit. And I just go like, okay, then NHL, out of all the fucking leagues, decided that, like, oh, for a very few, they're going to just, like, cave into this authoritarian regime. I mean, you don't have to have these Russian players wear the pride stuff. I, they don't have to. It's a warm-up jersey. Who gives a shit? But I wish the NHL had, had some... And then these organizations have a fucking backbone to stand up to what's democratic, what makes this, like, this side of the world more advanced and, like, a shining example of the civil rights and whatnot going forward. And it is unfortunate that like the hockey where it's in the crux of a fucking identity crisis it's having with hockey is for everyone campaign that is much needed and yet it's just like it's stepping on it's like stubbing its own fucking toes for what to appease a very few athletes and very few ignorant people who are just hiding behind you know the religion and then the individual rights just to cover their fucking bigotry the same bigotry and same ignorance that has allowed sexual abuse, blatant racism, anti-Semitism, and then just a, in like unequal treatment across like different players over the years. And then just like, and in turn, lack of growth and the limited number of athletes that they can reach. Baseball is somehow solving this by tackling Caribbean and Central and South America. What the fuck is hockey doing? Like, I, I think Gary Bettman, Bill Daly, like the people in the Madison Avenue are doing their absolute best. Because I think Gary Bettman tried to whip that, like try to bring the NBA culture in in the early 90s. But obviously the fucking owners and then the hockey administrators have said, fuck you, Gary, the same basketball with the black players. Okay? We don't have a Michael Jordan. We have Wayne Gretzky, but Wayne Gretzky is like fucking robot. And that has permeated and like it just continued. And then I just go like, okay, who do you have to show? I'll, I will say the quality of the game and then the, I think the hockey is like best that it has been. And then Wayne Gretzky's right. There are more athletic, better skaters and yada, 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 all that. You know, getting rid of the buffoonery of the fighting just for sake of fucking fighting. All that Don Cherry nonsense. Like it's gone. But at the same time, you did enough damage where, and then you didn't promote the game where you should have, you know. To a point that, like, I, I just think hockey's way behind. And caving into a dying authoritarian and then a dying mindset is going to kill this fucking game going forward. The game is not affordable whatsoever. Like, even in America, this is a mid to upper class sport. In Canada, this is an upper class sport. And then now we're getting a lot of this, like, minor league junior hockey, like, expose of like the financial like nepotism and all that shit it's a systematic problem you know where it doesn't allow like new immigrants especially non-white people and then you know women although it's getting better and then you know it's just like it's not getting there it's very hard 
like this is why like me and like other friends like we'd never like play ice hockey beyond after you know when we turn 12 13 there's no fun place to just play especially in urban areas do you think there are a bunch of like random ass filipino people in bumfuck nowhere saskatchewan just playing hockey and dream that they one day become nate robertson or something you know scoring 35 goals no and like do you think there's just another pk suban you know that's gonna come out in like fucking viking alberta no, it's like you gotta make the game you know, welcoming, and then they're playing catch up from behind, and then you get this like pride nonsense, you know, caving into the ignorance instead of standing up for yourself. And it's just like killing the fucking game. The individuality in this sport is already like at all time fucking low. And then when we try to like up, you know, upbring from the grassroots level to do something, it gets brought down. You take, you take one step forward, you're taking three steps back. This is a continuous vicious cycle that this league and this sport is continuously going through. And international expansion, that's another beef that I had with the NHL and NHLPA, which was they have a really selective like favoritism amongst what minority people to tackle. The one example being 2018, the Pyeongchang Olympics in South Korea. Oh, we can skip that. We already hate the Olympic schedule. You know, interrupting the in-season. In Not having a foresight that how much, like, Korean culture, K-pop, and everything is, like, something that maybe NHL wanna, might want to double dip on, and they didn't. So they said, no, fuck, fuck Korea. We're going to go to Beijing in 2022. And guess what fucking happened? Like, fucking pandemic hit. And then all that restrictive to the authoritarian government over there is like, nah, we ain't going. And NHL missed out on... Asian expansion in Korea and in China. And they're going to go to Italy. And I'm like, what the fuck's the point of Italy? You already got enough like Italian, Canadian, and American players that are in the fucking league. Mike Camilleri, just pick one. Nick Foligno, fucking sakes. Do you need another like fucking Italian Olympic expansion? See, like this, this, this mentality of like, just like team first, no individualism, just... Being complacent with what they're good at, having a bunch of Nepo babies around more than any other sport, and just allowing bigotry through on their subtle conservatism is pissing me off. And I'm a fucking hockey fan after baseball at this point. Hockey's like the hockey's the sport that I follow the most. And I still watch here and there. But I get fucking frustrated. Why is NHL why is NHL's numbers down on TNT and ESPN? Oh, why is the number down in Canada also? And I'm like, you know why? Look at how the broadcast like is run in like TNT, ESPN, Rogers. It's a fucking same. It's the same personality ta- talking the same shit across two countries without offering any new perspective and any kind of like unique individualism or some kind of explosive personality that you see in other sports. It's just a spin-off of a fucking Don Cherry, which is like, eh, drop the fucking glove and then uh, do the good thing for the all that fucking vet support the veteran. Fuck this pinko bullshit, you know, fucking, you know, like uh, all that nonsense. And I'm like, how would I like watch this game if I were, you know, minority? How how do I relate to this? This has been a problem that I watched this game for fucking 20 years. As great as a sport is, as fun as it is to play. Just like trying to keep up with it 
and then trying to get other people involved, unless you grew up in a particular region, like if you're in Michigan or somewhere in Massachusetts or somewhere in Minnesota, you don't give a fuck. Like, why, why, would, why would hockey, like, attract the next, like, whatever, P.K. Subans of the world? You know, why would hockey get another, I don't know, fucking uh, Jeremy Lins of the world? I mean, it's getting better, like the Robertsons, the Filipino, you know, half-Filipino brothers, for example, and then, like, uh, Dumbas and, like, uh, you know, Reeves, all those guys, and then, like, I miss Dustin Bufflin and all that shit. Evander Kane's a pain in the ass, but whatever. That guy's an exception. Um, and Nazem Kadri, the Muslim players and all that. I mean, it's it's... It's fantastic. There are a lot of opportunities there. So I know hockey's trying. Hockey's for everyone. It's they're really trying. But only way to like really eradicate this nonsense bigotry conservatism in this fucking sport is starting fresh. Which is why I found Seattle Kraken and maybe the Vegas Golden Knights a fascinating community experiment. Because you're not gonna undo the minds of an existing community, whether it's a Southeast Michigan whether it's fucking somewhere in Minnesota, whether it's somewhere in fucking New York City with the Rangers or the Bruins and all that. The original six and that original mindset will never fucking go away. It's like trying to convince, like, I don't know, Man U, and then, like, oh, oh our next, like, greatest star in Man U is not going to be an Englishman. It will be, it'll be, uh, it'll be somebody else that doesn't look like an English person. In that sense, I think France is a much better example. Like, Kylan Mbappe is a fucking hero of that fucking country. You know, Kareem Benzema, despite his shortcomings, uh, as a human being. I just go like, you know, France figured itself out with, like, some of the, some of the immigrant stuff. And then I think the English, like, soccer team, with its demographics, or its ever-changing demographic, it's a fascinating thing. And I just go like, despite all the racism you see on that, like, fucking football Twitter... But I just go like, you know what? At least they're advancing in that fashion. Where is that in Hockey Canada or the Team Canada? Where is that with like Hockey USA over here? Where is that with Hockey Russia, Russian Federation? Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to wear the pride jersey. We want the players to be safe. They don't have to wear the fucking jersey. But fuck, have a fucking backbone for some kind of 21st century fucking mindset. This fucking league, the rest of the administrators, fucking corrupt motherfuckers, backhanded bigotry, a white supremacist, maybe not all, but like it just like subconsciously microaggressing that adds up to a fucking mega aggression in my view is pissing me the fuck off. They really missed a lot of boats in expanding this game. They really missed the opportunity of like reaching out to the you know shorthanded communities. And now they're like kind of making the you know turning the corner with some of the new expansion teams, and yet you get this bullshit with this, like, pride night, and then, like, oh, Russian players, we staying with them, you know, it's not their fault, right? No, you're just, like, you're letting the authoritarians win. You're letting the fucking conspiracy theorists, theorists win. If you're not gonna make strides and say hockey is for everyone, like, you need to do more than a fucking virtue signaling. And... Even their virtue signal in this fucking league is so half-assed that, like, I don't even consider it a virtue signaling. Despite what the Instagram and Twitter, like, comments fucking say. They're like, oh, fucking snowflakes, eh? They're like, shut the fuck up. Who, like, 
Like, what the fuck mentality is this? You ain't MLB. You ain't fucking NBA. You ain't NFL. You ain't fucking Premier League. You ain't F1. Shut the fuck up and know your place. And don't tell me that, like, that's what the hockey was always good for. And I'm like, you know what? You, you will die with, like, nothingness. Just like the rest of this fucking league. That is, like, getting financially fucking shafted big time with this regional sports network shit. And I didn't get to the finance side of this as to, like, how dumb this fucking league is and dumb administrators never moving beyond their fucking team talking points. But holy shit, this game is dying. This league is going to die. I'm sorry. Like, baseball is doing a better job getting beyond those unwritten rules, not showing up, bat, not bat flipping, none of that fucking shit, making baseball fun. At least they have a slogan with their lead players, whether it's Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, going, make baseball fun again. Where is that in hockey? Hockey is for everyone. Okay, and then what? How do you make hockey fun again? Don't give me this like, oh, make it fun by like, oh, no, no, get rid of this pinko shit. Really? You don't want to incorporate K-pop because you forgot to go to Korea in 2018. Oh, let's do the Lunar New Year, but we couldn't go to China because of COVID. Yeah, and then how many Chinese players do you have? I'm going to stop there. I can go on and on. I'm sure there's going to be a part two that we need to discuss. But holy fuck, man. NHL is dying. They will not make the money that they're making. And they cannot keep up with the inflation. And which makes me wonder in the future, why would fucking anyone play hockey? Given its inaccessibility. And then just like, you know, blatant bigotry. Although that's getting better. But you get this pride shit too. Anyways, thanks for listening. I went way over time here. Email me at a-show at outlook.com. Email me at a-show at outlook.com. Have a great rest of the week. Happy St. Patrick's Day. We'll see you next week.